We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. Holy smokes, this is episode 20 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Three weeks in. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. I can't believe we are 20 episodes in to this podcast. I think it's funny that you're focused on that more than the fact that we live on a boat. (laughs) No, it's not so much that. It's really exciting. I I read... No, no, no. Honey, we live on a boat. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. That is very exciting. But listen. (laughs) Okay. I read a few statistics that said that the average new podcast that gets started gets about 10 episodes in, and then they're done. Like, they just don't get past that. So at the 10-episode mark, I had that thought in my mind and thinking, okay, we've overcome this milestone. Are we people who are just kind of testing this whole podcast thing and maybe it's not for us, or are we going to keep going? And now we're at 20 episodes, and I feel like, okay, we're we're still doing this, and people, for whatever reason, are still listening to us. So here's the thing. I... I think that I would like us to do this even if we had zero listeners. You know that, right? Well, yeah. Because, I know. This is for our kids. Right. And I think we're both like journaler, journal, journal. <laughs> what? People who journal? <laughs> we're not journalists. Right. That's why I was like, wait. <laughs> What's journal- a journaler? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I think we both like to journal. So... I am really into pictures and photo albums and memories that I can capture for our children. Right. You like to write things down. And this feels like kind of a mesh of that. Well, because, I mean, we're actually doing all of that, right? You're posting pictures. I'm doing little write-ups. And then we're talking about it. But I feel like our kids can listen to this in years to come. Our grandkids could listen to some adventure because we do talk about our kids on here. So then they get to hear about their mom and dad. Yeah, true. No, no, no. I get I think we would still do this. Yeah, I think that some people only run for 10 episodes because they don't have content. I mean, I I suppose part of it might be, oh, no one's listening. Maybe I should stop. Well, I suppose because not a lot of people are just talking about their day-to-day like we are. Right. They have like a history one or a – I don't have another example. (laughs) Well, like movie podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And in those cases, you have to have fresh new content and it's always going to be whatever's current. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, even though we have one. (laughs) I do. I do. But our, yeah, it's true. Our podcast is a little different because our content is literally what happened last week. (laughs) And as long as we're still alive and doing things, we probably have something to talk about. So that being said, let's talk about this week. (laughs) Um, I think I've mentioned before that a different uh, yacht club member who lives on the boat said, your first month is your hardest. You're figuring things out. So as we are three weeks in, it is still true. We are still figuring things out. I think we're going to be trying to figure things out for a very long time. Uh, but maybe some of the things that he had brought up, especially since our first month really is coming into winter. I mean, through the fall and winter, that in right. addition to just trying to figure out boat systems, it's also this this weather can be hard for some people. Right. I actually meant to tell you, like, OK, we're in rainy season, so we have extra umbrellas because we walk a thousand feet. Right. When I was at Target looking for the lights for the flybridge, I walked down an aisle 
that's full of winter stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was snow shovels and um, one of those scrapey thingies for your windshield, which okay. I haven't used since I lived in Montana. But I realized we're putting our cars in a parking lot and not in a not garage. Not in a garage, right, right. Probably want to put those some somewhere in our car Probably. at some point. So even if we have everything that we think we have figured out, there is the changing of seasons that will then bring on new challenges. All new challenges, yeah. So we'll hit snow. More rain and then heat. <laughs> I think last week I mentioned that it was kind of surprising that we had caught a little break from the rain. And this morning <laughs> it's also not raining. Although this week it had rained a ton. Right. It's in my notes. There was flooding that yeah, happened. Yeah. Monday was really rainy. Yeah. So enjoy the, the lack of the sound of rain pounding down on our metal boathouse. Uh, but you're probably still going to hear road noise. And apparently one of our neighbors... Uh, who And when we say neighbors, we don't mean people who live here. We're the only live aboard on this part of our marina. Uh, there's a whole bunch of boathouses next to us that don't have people living in them, but people who do, do come and go and work on their boats. And there is the sound of hammering and the sound of <laughs> large chunks of wood being dragged across the floor. So you might hear some of that in the recording. Things do echo in here. Yeah. I don't know so. what they're working on. I think maybe when, when we're done here, I'll go ask them. But uh I have, no, I have no idea. Yeah. There's a million things you can do in a boathouse. Tell me. <laughs> um, okay, so this week, we, we, well, last week when we finished our podcast, we had a busy day. Yeah, last Saturday Full was nuts. laundromat day, taking kids places, um, getting ready for homecoming. Yeah. Having two high schoolers this year and doing their hair and makeup on a boat. <laughs> uh, small spaces. I would say that was pretty easy, but I wasn't involved. <laughs> I was at just all. gonna say, like, <laughs> you don't help with that part. And I feel like if we had sons, you still wouldn't either, though. Like, I feel like that's just something. Yeah, I would need to to brush the boy's hair, if, <laughs> or what? I guess the straighten his tie. Hair. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't do ties. Oh yeah, that, I guess that would be There's, my job. There you go. I can't. <laughs> I can put a tie on. I've tried. <laughs> like mystery I'm trying to compare it to something but i can't you think. don't do that cute thing where you come up behind me and like you put your arms <laughs> around me and, try, and like tie the like tie in the on movies. And, yeah exactly that doesn't happen well also have you, you ever noticed <laughs> <laughs> have you ever noticed in those movies that they have to be like the same height i'm so much shorter than you i'd come up behind you but i wouldn't be able to see anything <laughs> so <laughs> All you would see was like these two hands. These arms going over you. Yeah, I'm looking in the mirror like, like, what is going on? Doing your tie. It wouldn't work. Or not doing my tie. <laughs> just just strangling me with the tie. <laughs> uh, so homecoming. Yeah. We made it. We did. We got through homecoming. It was a super windy, cold day. Pictures outside. We did them really fast. Um, it's a little bit of a bummer that we didn't get nice pictures here at the marina because the, uh, the scenery here tell me is... About it. Phenomenal. But one of the people in the party decided they wanted to get pictures taken at this very remote location in the swamp. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, we've yeah. been there before. It's it's interesting. And it was like 20 minutes to drive out there through windy, windy roads. And the whole time we're thinking, like, even why don't we just stop, like, right here? Because this is a nice view. And it's good lighting. I think by the time we got to the location where pictures were going to be taken, the sun was already setting. I still got a few good ones. You but, did. But I think what happened is somehow we have kids that don't make decisions or they don't 
tell people what they think that should happen and they go where people say they should or whatever. Yeah, they're not as assertive. Right. And so next year will be Hayden's senior year and I basically have already called it. I'm dictating the whole thing. <laughs> and that'll help her become more assertive? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a reason for why she's not so no, I already assertive. Think, I already think I know the reason and that is why because mom plans everything already and whatever. I want better pictures next year. <laughs> Right. And, like, they don't get to split up and have me driving all over and then me miss one or the other, you know, kids doing something. So, two teenagers. Yeah. And then Charlie was just along for the ride. Yeah. who's She's a teenager. She's just not in high school yet. Which, to make it fair, and her, I wouldn't have done this, I guess, last year, but I took her to the mall and spent time with her while the other two were at the dance. Right. So she I did. played chauffeur. Yeah. <laughs> Drove kids around. Oh my goodness, you guys, he's super funny with boyfriends. So our <laughs> oldest has a new boyfriend, and we basically, we've known him, but not like met him, and we meet him for the first time, and Josh shakes his hand. Yeah, because that's, you know, that's what you do. But you didn't let go. No. And then you're like, is this awkward? No, no, well, no, of listen. Of course it's awkward. No, no, you missed it. So I shook his hand, and the first thing I said to him, just because I'm, gonna, I'm a straight shooter, I'm just going to tell him, I said, ah... You don't really have very strong of a grip. Now, to be fair, he's a little human. Like, he's not a very big guy. Uh, And I was just kind of ribbing him a little bit. And uh, Charlie, our youngest, who likes to run around with the camera, took a photo right when I was holding his hand. And because it was right when we were just starting to hold hands, it was a super awkward looking photo. Like, Like, fingers are splayed out. Like, I had no idea what was going on. And so I actually said, huh, how did we even do that? And so I grabbed his hand and I like tried to remake the photo in with our But hands. holding his hand <laughs> for several seconds. This poor kid. Uh, you but, know, he, he's, uh, he's a good sport, though. He's got a good sense of humor and I, I think it's just fine. I think it's moments like that that you realize that the kids that stick around or whatever... Um, I don't know, like they're the the kid that's more laid back or fun or Yeah, yeah. I like mean, he wasn't awkward. Right. He didn't think no, it was, he was you know, he was a good sport about it and so Yeah, I kinda like this one. I, I th- this is the the thumbs up preliminary approval of this boyfriend. <laughs> uh whatever that means. It helps that they were friends first. Yeah. Anyway, so the next day, Sunday, we woke up and Josh was um <laughs> Playing music for, for church the next morning. Yeah, for yeah, you had to go to church early yep. because they needed to practice. So I turned to Josh and I'm like, hey, we have a lot of homecoming hair in this boat. Like, you know, you don't wash it and it's hairspray and bobby pins. Oh, so yeah, everyone's yeah. going to need to shower. Is there water? <laughs> well, I checked the gauge, which we've wait, already... Wait, wait, wait. Which gauge? The broken gauge? Yeah, yeah. I checked the gauge, which we've already established is not always reliable. And it looked fine to me. <laughs> so I said, yep, good to go. And I left. I don't even know why you're looking at the gauges. You know, one of my new gauges I look at is how far down our bow is the bow. Yeah. It's yeah. like, like. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I do too, because, I guess. Because yesterday I came home and I said to you, I'm like, oh, you must have filled the tanks. Yeah. Because we're about four inches lower. 
well, not four inches, but um, there's a, so, <laughs> so just I to give you guys a picture, uh, there's a railing that goes around the whole boat and it goes, you know, at the very front of it too, kind of like the, I guess the railing you lean on in the Titanic scene where, <laughs> you know, Jack's like leaning out. Or, I'll never let go. Jack. Is it Jack that's leaning out or the yeah. girl? <laughs> Shoot, no, I don't remember. They're, they're both, both, yeah. So <laughs> the, uh, that metal railing, uh, as it protrudes forward from our boat, uh, it there's a line that it makes and it, it's kind of funny. It actually presses up against a big paper towel roll <laughs> and so that's my like oh so well, i can see where it's at right and so I'm, my whole like four inches is because when we have full tanks we're below it right right and when we have empty tanks we're it's almost almost above it yeah. no it's pretty much like yeah above it resting on it so yeah so <laughs> anyhow i i checked the gauges and i'm like yeah we're, we're good see you later so i take off my car and head off to church for practice so I start waking up kids, got the uh, youngest up, and Charlie, she showered first, made it just through the shower, and we ran out of water. So how can you, aside from... I also had a full uh, sink of dishes, and I won't even talk about the toilet. So, <laughs> so not everyone knows this. How do you know, aside from turning on the water and there's no water coming out, like how do you know that we've ran out of water. Like, what's your... Just so that everyone else knows. So, something we have learned in three weeks is that the pump... Because when we're running water, you hear the a pump running the whole time you're running water. Well, when it runs out and the, there's like a trickle coming out of the faucet, you keep hearing the pump. It's still running because it's trying to get water and the tanks are empty. Right. And so, the, the pump works on pressure. Like, it, it's sucking water from one area and then pushing it into the rest of the area of the boat. And... If the tank runs dry, then it's sucking air. And so as a result, the system can't pressurize. And so the pump never turns off. And so the, I think there was a time when we first when we first got the boat where we just heard this sound. Well, it's not very loud. It, yeah, it's, it's not very loud. Because it's in the engine room. And so everything's padded or whatever. Right, right. And as soon as you open the hatch to the engine room, you're like, oh, there. <laughs> right, <laughs> There's right. the sound. And the... I guess if you leave it running for too long, you can actually cause the motor to overheat, the pump motor to right. overheat, and then it'll just die on you. And so, so the first thing I do know is to flip the switch on the breaker panel, right? There's because a, that's the only way to get that off, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's a there's a uh, a breaker up in the flybridge, so not. I mean, it's not terribly inconvenient to go up there, but no. it's like all the breakers are in one spot at the front of the boat, and yeah, so you got to run up there and turn it off, and then. Uh, well, there's different ways well, to I turn fill it up off. the water. <laughs> right. So I'm texting you, but you're not answering very quickly because you're playing. <laughs> so maybe between songs or something, you text me. Right, right. But I was more like, answer me now. <laughs> 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 what do I do? I have to get everybody ready for church with no water. Right. So I knew a few things. I knew that you went down in the engine room, but I didn't know why. So I went down there first. Okay waiting for a response, and I don't know how to turn the light on down there, so it's dark. I'm in my bathroom still. I'm in the engine room, <laughs> and I'm just kind of staring at the pump in front of me, but I don't know what to do about yeah, that's it. Not a, that's not effective. <laughs> no. But, and then I realized, I don't know what you do. That's not good. But then I know that there are two holes, port, what do you call those? Oh, like the fill holes on the, yeah, on the, the front the, of the boat. Yeah, on the bow yep to add to they're, they're, they're like i guess like when you put water 
water. Holy smokes. If you put gasoline in your car. I was just going to say gasoline, but not water. <laughs> not water. If you put gas in your car, you know, there's a porthole, basically. You, you, right. You we have those. Yeah, those exist. There's two of those for water, two for the diesel fuel, and then one uh, for the waste tank, which poop. that's a- For the poop boat. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was seeing if we could go without saying that oh, no. at all. We won't, because I have- You've got more stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the bow, and I saw those- what did you just call them? Well, little caps so that you could put water in. And I can tell that it takes a key that I know I've seen, but I can't remember where I've seen it, but I think I know where it's at. Yeah, it's kind of a special key just to open those. And that's, you know, at the same time, you're kind of texting me, you know, you need this key. You could fill the water up there. So I find the key and Charlie is helping me and we go to the bow and you said to fill the one furthest or, you know. Forward. Yeah, four. Yeah, the most forward one. one, yeah. Charlie and I turned and turned and or tried to turn and turn and turn. Um, but you had it on there quite tight. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I couldn't get that off. I could get the other one, but you said not that one. So then I'm like, Okay, I can't fill the tank. <laughs> and so I'm just texting you, you know, what are our options? And it's all kind of going slowly. We're losing time again because texting was slow. Right. So then you finally said to go down into the engine room and that there were these two white valves. Yeah. Right? So the way our our system is set up, there's two water tanks and uh, you only draw from one water tank at a time. And so to switch it, you have to basically close one valve and open the other. And uh, I mean, it, it's fairly straightforward. It's a little inconvenient that it's down in the engine room. And sure. if you haven't figured out where the light is on the engine room, it's probably <laughs> a little a little harder to find. Well, my phone does have a flashlight. <laughs> so I crawled back down into the engine room, found those two. One says off, one says on. Like, so I just switched them, went back up into the flybridge, flipped the uh, switch. To turn the, the pump back on? Turn the pump back on. And then when I did that, I had Charlie at the sink so she could turn the water on right away to get things like reprimed or whatever yep. i have learned a few things <laughs> uh, as we've run out of water so many times <laughs> so what we learned this week is that we can take about three showers is that what we figured on that particular tank and to right. be honest i don't know there's a big tank and a small tank and i i imagine that three showers is the small tank i don't know I, cause right because you're using once... hot water too yeah, but the, the, the hot so water... So that's another tank is all. No, 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 no. It, I mean, kind of. It holds 20 gallons. Okay. Yeah, fair. But one of the tank, one of the tanks is, I think, 100 gallons, and the other one is 50. And so if if the small one gets you three showers, then the big one should get you six showers. And those are three showers, like, the girls are doing, and I think they haven't yet started turning water off for certain things, like, turn the water off to shave. Right. And I know that they've been running the water sometimes when they brush their teeth. Just, and that, I, that, I that's, think that's most coming, people do. <laughs> well, I mean, that's coming from house life to boat life. Right. Conserve right. water. I think there's commercials that say conserve water, turn it off while you're brushing your teeth, though. There used to be. Is, is that old? Well, we live in Washington, where... Oh, that's California. Right. <laughs> I, <was laughs> like, I know yeah. I've seen the commercials, conserve water, don't, don't right, water right. the grass. That's, that's drought life in California. I, that's... Not Washington, where it rains so much. You can brush your teeth outside. Right. <laughs> That's what a lot of our girls do. Like, you can shower outside, too. <laughs> with as much rain as we've been getting. 
One of those days, yeah, you could have. <laughs> so, uh, the other thing that I've learned this week, and I don't remember which day it was, is that I do have to turn off several things to blow dry my hair. Right, we talked about that last week, I think. Right, so still doing that, still popping the breaker. Popped the breaker <laughs> this morning, and I don't even know what I did. I'm not sure what I was running. <laughs> Um, I have learned where that little gauge is so I can walk over and see like where I'm at. Good. You know, okay, I have this many amps. And I don't think we've done any amount of work teaching the girls where any of these things are yet. So we're probably going to have to to get them trained up on some of this too. It's funny how busy you get in life. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you have your list of what we're going to do and what needs to get fixed. And then life happens. Right. And you have teenagers. <laughs> and other things that you'd rather do, for example. Like, I know I know that I need to figure out where the small leak is in the guest bathroom, or I guess in our case, the girls' bathroom. So we've just had them not use... Well, right, that's what I was going to say. That, so if it was confusing why I said I needed water for one of the toilets was because we're not pushing the button to pump the, Fresh water into it. Right, yeah. because that's pulling in, and that's where the leak is. So instead... They have a cup next to the toilet right now. They fill it up with water fill from the sink. Fill that up with water. Pour it in the toilet. Because that's what we're doing right now, so that we're not dealing with a leak. So, um, the other thing that happened this week is you were gone on an overnight trip. Yeah, work trip. So I had my first night of my, you know, doing all the things. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, in which is taking the dog out. I love him, but he's not mine. Yeah, he is he's yours. my dog. Yeah. So it's like, you know, taking on a chore that's not yours. And he doesn't like me as much. Like, he, he doesn't listen to me as well. <laughs> and I feel like he turns around and looks when whoever's walking him. And when it's not you, it's like he's disappointed. <laughs> oh. I swear. Because when I'm walking him with you and he turns around to see who's got the leash and it's you, he slows down and, like, puts his head against your leg. Like, oh, good. It's you. <laughs> and when it's me, he looks annoyed. <laughs> so I love him. And he's got a lot of personality. But early mornings to take him out to go to the bathroom when he doesn't love you isn't as fun. I suppose. Like, that. I think if, if a creature loved you that much, you'd be like, oh, let me take you out because you adore me. It's like our kids. When they love me, I'm, like, super happy to do something. But when they turn around and they're, like, super annoyed with me, I'm like, I don't really want to be with you right now. <laughs> I don't want to do all these fun things for you. I don't want to do these things for you. Right. Like, take you out to go to the bathroom. And <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to do that with the girls, I, I guess. That's I thought fine. it was funny. Um, so, it, just to remember, just to remind everybody, it is a thousand foot walk to get from our boathouse up to... Well, up to the parking lot, I guess, but it's just about the same to get it over to the dog run, which right. is where we take the dog for the walks. And I do that three times a day. And I'd never sat and done the math on it, but it's, I mean, it's a good five minute walk to get up there. Right. And then the dog's got to run around and do his thing. And then it's another five minute walk to get back. So it's, I mean, we're 15, 20 minutes sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes when he's just in like explore mode and I'm running behind, like when you were gone, I'm so frustrated with him. Like, just go to the bathroom, stop. Like, being curious and looking at everything. Quit sniffing all the things. <laughs> you don't have to sniff all things. <laughs> well, I was, just, I was just saying that if if each walk up there is at a minimum 20 minutes, just for example. It took me I half that... an hour to take him when you were gone. Because I basically timed it because I knew it was just me and I had a short window. Right. And it took a half an hour. 
Okay, so then multiply that by three because we have to take them out three times a day. Yeah. That means that in your case, you're roughly an hour and a half into just walking the dog. Right. So I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, me being gone, I I mean, I guess on the one hand, I could say I do contribute to this family by taking that time off your hands. And with me being gone, you have to add that to your plate. Yeah. Um, but I was actually <laughs> I was actually more thinking, holy smokes, we, we inadvertently invest a lot of time into walking the dog to go to the bathroom each day. And we do try to see if like you're working from home today, so you're going to take him midday or you're gone working. I could probably swing home and take him for his midday. I mean, there's a lot into going right. just the dog, but in, in, in his older age, and maybe it'll get worse, he's really good at holding it. Yeah. So, and yeah, going. He, yeah, he's never had an accident. So, you're gone. So, we did our girls' night. <laughs> Hayden had sailing, so I took the other two, and we went and got pizza and brought that home because I thought uh, that'd be fun to bring home to Hayden. She's done sailing, and... She gets cold and right. Um, so the pizza place isn't far, which I was super excited. We get back to the yacht club and the girls and I are like, "It's freezing cold outside. If we walk a thousand feet with the pizza, how cold is it going to get?" Oh. So the girls found one of your coats in the back of the car, <laughs> and we put the pizzas in your coat. And it was more like the girls said. Oh, now we're like a pizza delivery guy that right. <laughs> your person. <laughs> a little insulated bag. Yeah. <laughs> Only and I'm using my, my feather, my down so, feather coat or yeah. whatever. <laughs> we wrapped it up in there and I was just thinking, well, maybe you'll smell like pizza next time you wear it, but it's okay. Our pizza's... <laughs> at, least, at least the pizza's warm. <laughs> but it's just those little things you don't think about. Right. Like, I really didn't think about it until I pulled into, you know, pulled up and then it's, oh, we have to walk a thousand feet. Yeah. So... That was, I mean, there was nothing else too exciting while you were gone, just taking care of things. My work trip was kind of cool. Uh, in addition to doing some business planning, year-end stuff for the work that I do, part of the trip was a team-building exercise, which involved golf. Now, <laughs> I am involved in insurance, and I think there's some sort of cliche about insurance agents or insurance professionals golfing all day. And that is not me. I don't really enjoy golf that much. I've never actually seen you play. Yeah, I, I think that the people who have who have watched me play might still be able to say I've never actually seen you play because I don't know Honey. exactly what I'm doing. I mean, okay, so I, it's not a super complex game. Uh, it's just the skill involved makes it so that someone who's not good at the game just looks ridiculous. Do you need strength? Like, do you have to be strong to golf? I often wonder that. I've never... No. I've mini-golfed, but I've never... Yeah, that's, a, that's a different game. <laughs> I don't... It's, it's not strength. Um, it is... I mean, I'm th I think strength just makes the ball go further, but the, the finesse of the game is about accuracy. It's about control, and uh, if you're not a patient person, it's a pretty irritating game. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm just bad at... Pretty much all sports. I don't play any of them. You're not an athletic person? <laughs> no. So then there are just some things I've never tried. Right. Like golf. I think I just you'd assume, actually enjoy golf. Maybe. I assume I'd be bad, but maybe not. No? I enjoy running, but that's not really a sport. And Sure it is. I think most runners will tell you that it's a sport. <laughs> I think you I just offended I all like, the runners. <laughs> 
guess I was thinking like how I run isn't. But yeah. Well, how I golf isn't either. <laughs> and I haven't been able to run in years because other things, but Yeah. I, I just I've never played sports. You didn't really either. We're both kind of not sporty. We didn't play sports in high school. True. I did a lot of athletic things. I mean, I was, like, a, I was a run, jump, and climb kind of kid. How are you at basketball? Uh, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I've never seen you play that either, but you had some event where you had to play. Yeah, and... it was not pretty. <laughs> it was not pretty. Anyhow, uh, golfing 18 holes. What I did learn, and this is actually the third time I've ever gone out golfing. Uh, the first time I went... It was with, I was on a team with people who were overly serious about the game and who I wouldn't ordinarily hang out with. And so, you may not be fun to play with because you're not competitive, right? No, no, no. That, see, that's the thing. The second time I played, it was fun and everyone was having fun. And it's because we were people who could get along with one another. And most of golf is talking and having some beers <laughs> that's what most of it is so this third time oh so i would love golf i, I think so talking and having some beers um this and riding this, golf carts around yeah yeah this last time it was with my co-workers who i really enjoy hanging out with like i i had a really good time and i was the worst of the three of us and it was okay because this form of of golf it's called a scramble the worst player on the team has no negative impact on how well the team does it's great because you're just playing off the best person or the best hit. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was great. See, for me, I think <laughs> I'm afraid to get into too many things or try something because I'm so competitive. I feel like then it would kind of take over and I would be consumed by having to learn it and become the best. And That at, is definitely you. At this time in my life, I can't afford to put that much time and energy into something I've got. Of things that I'm doing. So I think instead I just stay away from the things that I know would end up consuming me. Yeah, that's fair. I would say, though, I mean, this is kind of the wrong time of year for golf, just because we're getting into more rain and then winter's coming. But in the spring, when the girls go off to school and there's enough sunlight in the morning, going out and hitting some golf balls actually probably wouldn't interfere with too much of your day. But that might be a nice way to start a day or two out of yeah, the week. might be. So weird we're talking about. <laughs> Golf. I hate golf. <laughs> I just like spending time with you. So. Oh, you want to compete? I thought you just wanted to play golf to play golf, not to play with me. Oh, I, I'm so, okay. Backtrack. Okay. I'm simply talking about what you just said, going and hitting some balls with you. I, I do that because I like spending time with uh, you. Oh, how cute. But the whole, like, would I learn it and Interesting. become competitive, like, that could be dangerous, but I would totally just go and. There's not many things that you're like, hey, let's go do that. If you're there, I'm there. Oh, that's uh, very cute. I like being with you. So the other thing, oh, but I didn't finish, I guess. Going kind of back. Okay. Uh, Sunday. We did make it to church. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot. We didn't finish the story. We made it. But only because I said, girls, get up. Uh, I want to go. And so we're just going to go. And it's okay. Did you get any showers in? No. Besides oh, okay. So just Charlie. Dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. I even heard the girls like, throw me the dry shampoo and kind of just run that through your hair, pull your hair up, and let's go. What is dry shampoo? I don't know. <laughs> it says dry shampoo on the bottle, so I assume it's doing something that makes your hair feel clean. I don't think it makes my hair feel clean. I feel like I'm literally just spraying baby powder 
into my hair. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like that's what it is. Some kind of powder. And it says shampoo, so you feel like you're doing the thing you're supposed to be Cause, doing. Because like, you're supposed to spray it on your scalp and almost like let it sit for a little bit. Then you want to try to brush your hair or brush it out. Okay, weird. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't address all the hairspray that's in your hair. Right. So I don't know what it's doing. It can't clean your hair and you can't get anything out. Maybe just the ponytail's better. I don't know. <laughs> so in the meanwhile, you made it to church. Yeah. Uh, then after church, the girls asked if we could make cookies. Mm. And by make cookies, I mean uh, the ones that are in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> pre-done dough. You just... So Josh and I both bought cookies from um, some girls. High school fundraiser. High school fundraiser. Um, so they're pre-done, and we just have to put them on a pan. When did you... You sent me a picture of you guys doing that. Where was I? See, I don't remember. It's a blur. Did that happen while I was on my work trip? No. That was Sunday. But we had two cars. You and Hayden came back to the boat. I took the littles with me to go find a pan. Right. Because all of a sudden, I was like, well, all the cookie sheets I have are huge. So, I remember. I had a gentleman come by to look at the oh, boat we're trying to sell. that's right. You and were on the Tully. Tully. This, Tully. The, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on the right. Tully craft, which is in our same marina. And I don't know if you've ever tried selling a vehicle before, but sometimes, you know, the person who's interested, they ask some questions. They kind of do some tire kicking, and maybe they take it out for a test drive. This guy brought the 60-page or 40-page survey that had been done on the boat and decided he was going to sit with me and go over every single line on this survey. And I kid you not, like, due diligence, it was great. It just ate three and a half hours of my Sunday afternoon. (laughs) So, while I'm at the store looking for a pan, and you're not here, it's just Hayden (laughs) on the boat... I text Hayden and I said, so I know the cookie sheets we own. I have the really big ones. You can do like 12 or 18 cookies at a time. I like the biggest one that right, fits right. the oven. And so I ran to the store to try find a small one. So we found one that was like 15 inches by like 10 inches. So we picked it up and then I thought, well, we better have Hayden measure. So I, I call Hayden and I tell her, why don't you actually measure it? She's like, well, dad's not here. Where's the tape measure? So if you go outside the boat, in the boathouse, on his workbench, you'll find a tape measure. There's like five of them out there. <laughs> right. A lot. <laughs> she found something. I mean, it worked. I think she grabbed the 100-foot tape like, it's measure. It's this huge thing that she it's had. It's like meant for construction sites <laughs> like to when like, I got home, measure I was like, the foundation. What, right. Like, that's what you used? Oh, you're cute. I guess I haven't taught them enough about tape measures. Um, but anyway, she measured the oven, and she's like, Mom, you, you can't go over 13 inches. The oven is pretty much 13 by 13. It's not a very big oven. Okay, there's no cookie sheet where I was. I don't know if they have a cookie sheet or maybe if there was like, there might be some camper website because it's like a camper oven. yeah, yeah. It maybe sells that small cookie sheet. You basically bought like a bread pan. What's a cake pan? Oh, I guess that's the same thing to me. I don't know anything about cooking. A 9 by 13 cake pan. Okay, perfect. But the kind of cake pan that I knew was close enough, like a cookie sheet feel to it and... Mm, We brought that home, and the girls made cookies. So we used the oven. They were very delicious cookies. We used the oven for the first time. Yeah. So I haven't used the oven a lot. Uh, I've been using the Instant Pot. (sighs) 
Anyone else love it or hate it? I mean, <laughs> I guess it's either. The only thing that I have finally decided that I've kind of mastered is soup. Soup. So we've eaten a lot of soup. <laughs> now that's great for this time of year, but when it's, you know, 80 degrees outside and sunny and hot, you guys probably aren't going to want me to make soup. Probably not. You know, we've got a barbecue, though. We've got That's a little true. barbecue that goes off the back rail. We probably don't need to run the Instant Pot during the summer. It's just, I don't understand the thing. I just don't. <laughs> I've either, like, made rubber out of meat or the vegetables or whatever I'm making. Completely like they just, soggy mush. They just disappear almost. I mean, it's like, where the vegetables go? All I have is, like, slop. And okay, here's another thing on a boat, and maybe other people can tell me what they do. What do you do with slop? It can't go down the sink, really. I don't have a garbage disposal. Right. I can't pour it in the trash. Do you pour it overboard? Like so See, I far, don't think you're supposed to. I don't think so either. And so far, I've given some of it to the dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> He's been eating really good. Like carrot. Uh, a carrot um, rice type soup, like a vegetable. He loved it, so that's great. I just poured over his dry, right, dry been, food, and he's here like, you go, hey, we'll add this. But that's one of the things I've been thinking about. Like, what do when you have certain leftovers that you haven't used or that go bad, or I mean, I guess it's just going in the trash, and it's now you better take it out. And I think that part of what you do when you live in such tight quarters and you don't have a giant fridge for food storage is you start changing the way you prepare food. Like we end up buying a little bit less. Well, that's my next story. Yeah. So I buy less, right? And I have to almost think of the meal the day of. Well, like even going to a restaurant. We normally were like, hey, no problem. Order big. We'll take some home for leftovers. Oh, right. We can't do we've, that anymore. We've actually been having one person not order. <laughs> right. So there are four <laughs> meals on the table that one person, it's usually you or me. Right. That then takes, we ask for an extra plate and you get a little bit of everybody's. Right, right. Because in America, let's just face it, our meals are huge. Serving sizes the are ridiculous. serving sizes are huge. So there's always leftovers. So that is true. We've been trying, we've actually told, who was it? What restaurant? Where we were trying to tell her, like, no, no, we're, we're not ordering for this person because we can't take leftovers home. Right. <laughs> It's not no room, like that. There's no room there's for leftovers. There's no room on the boat. Being able to say there's no room on the boat has actually been really helpful. We were at Costco and there was a lady. I don't think you were. I mean, you were there because I can't get in without you because you've got the card. Um, but there was a lady <laughs> at a booth. Uh, she was advertising some sort of giant exercise equipment. And it was like. Oh, the, I saw you talking to her. Yeah. And she was like, oh, and, and right away, you know, I don't know. I try not to be rude. I don't want to be like, I'm not interested. And she started talking and suddenly like my eyes lit up and I was like. <laughs> oh, no, we can't fit this on our boat. There's just no room. And I could say it with full honesty and, and passion. And she was like, oh, I guess that's I well, guess that's true. And so then she didn't keep bugging me about it. <laughs> and you'll like this. I am a mindless shopper. That's no secret. But in the last few weeks, when I'm walking through the store, especially fall, I love fall. And I see like a cute fall decoration Sometimes I pick it up and one of our kids will say to me, Mom, we live on a boat. Put it down. But <laughs> I even, <love> it. <laughs> But even I know we live on a boat. Yeah. So I put it down. And I think, I'm saving so much money right now because I'm a weird shopper. 
that buys things like this. You're a regular shopper. I mean, I think that's most of us. It's got to be. Like, why would they put all this cute pumpkin stuff right when you're checking out? (laughs) I mean, they've got to know you're going to stop and, like, touch it and look at it and probably buy it because eh, it's just one more little thing. And I don't know. You know what's exciting for me that's uh, that's changed in you as far as your shopping habits? <laughs> so about once every few weeks, we've got to run to some local coffee shop, usually a Starbucks, to grab a bag of gr- coffee grounds for our coffee pot. And often there's some new mug that you're like, oh, oh. that's so cute. I need that mug. And I say, you I have, have like 500 mugs. I have a mug issue. Well. I love drinking out of a different mug every day. Like I want to go a few days before I get back to a mug. So That's I own a lot. so weird to me. I don't know why. It's one of my quirky things. Like, I just rinse off a mug that's in the sink. I know. And I'm like, that's my mug today. <laughs> I know. And I've even bought ones for you because I'm like, hey, look at this. And I don't, you don't care. I don't. Yeah. And I don't use it because the one, one of them says Mr. So I don't use it because be I don't want right? to drink out of it. It says Mr. on it. I'm not a Mr. <laughs> so living on a boat, uh, there's just not enough room for all of your mugs. I love it. Oh, there is. For more mugs. I I've mean. been bringing them aboard. <gasps> <laughs> I've been mm. grabbing a couple at a time. <laughs> Interesting. Well, the next time I go do my round of cleaning, some of those mugs might find their hey, way now. off of the boat. <laughs> it's not like we're going to sink because there's one too many mugs. Yeah. It's not a thing. But back to not having very many groceries. It's made dinner hard. If I work all day and I got to still think of dinner... Which involves going to the grocery store and then making it. If I've worked past five o'clock, it's basically, hey guys, we're going to eat out. Yeah. There's no time for me to shop and we don't have a lot on the boat right now. I am trying to keep, I'm trying to keep more or come up with systems of, okay, I can keep this many canned goods. So maybe I only have to buy this. It's just, it's a whole new way of cooking and thinking. Right. So, but one night making soup, I think it was Monday night. Yeah, it was, because it was pouring rain. <laughs> <laughs> I got home enough time to cook. I came up with a soup, and I'd oh, even... the, the coconut oil. <laughs> I had even texted you and had you start chopping up some of my vegetables to uh-huh. save time. I'm like, okay, I know I have these, and I need to use them, so this is the kind of soup I'm making. <laughs> and I get back, and I was missing a can of uh, diced chilies. Oh, oh, different night. Okay. So, no, same night, I put the little diced chilies in that soup. With the coconut oil? Yeah. You had coconut. to go back twice? Yes, in the rain. <laughs> so I walk a thousand, and I even looked at the lady at the grocery store. I'm like, it's me again. Please, I hope I don't see you again tonight. It's not against you. It's just, I don't want to make that walk. And I didn't explain. We live on a boat. Right. I was just grumpy <laughs> and soaking wet Right. from walking in the pouring rain. But it turned out to be a yummy soup. Very good. And we sat and watched Dumbo and yeah. ate soup. So it was a really good day. That worked out. I still really enjoy the boat. I love oh, at yeah, the no, end of the too. day that I walk the dock and that this is where I'm, you know, coming to lay my head for the night and where our family sits and has dinner or whatever Yeah, it is. No, I've really enjoyed it too. I I don't think there's a single thing about boat life that... I don't enjoy or haven't figured out a way to to become comfortable with. So, yes, we are loving the boat. Um, Every bit of it, even the poop boat part. (laughs) I don't love the poop boat part. So, Tuesday, I said, (laughs) Josh, you called the poop boat, right? And they're coming. 
And you said yes. When we got home Tuesday late afternoon, how we know that they've been here is they leave like a cute little thank you note. Yeah. Twisted. A little twist tie they leave that, just on one of our lines. Thank you. And then we know they've been here. So there was no note. So they hadn't been so here. So they hadn't been here. And then you called, right? Yeah. So Again? the I think I think the next day I called uh, the the company and somehow I guess there was some, some miscommunication and uh, the lady actually who answered the phone, she, she kind of looked at the schedule and apologized. She said, yep, I can get someone out there on Thursday and we'll make sure to, to put you on regular rotation. And it was Tuesday when you called. It was Tuesday? It wasn't mm-hmm. Wednesday? After? Right. Because we thought we were on the Tuesday rotation. Right. So then, then you said they wouldn't be able to get to till Thursday, which I thought, well, I think we'll make it because we had been pumped out on Thursday and we seemed to make it a week. Oh, right, right. Yeah, what I don't know is if we're going to now be charged twice for the extra emergency off-schedule pump-out. I don't know. But what I do know is they now know that Tuesday is I think the it's worth paying for the emergency pump-out. No, for pump sure. Out. For sure. No question. Uh, one of the things that we didn't know is whether or not the pump-out boat was going to be able to get close enough to our boat. It's kind of hard to explain, but we have a dinghy that is on a lift that's on the back of our boat. And... The past couple of times that the pump-out boat has come, I've actually, just because I wasn't sure, I went ahead and lowered the dinghy and actually strapped it to the side of the boathouse to make sure there was enough room. Right, but they said, we can get by, it's okay, but... They did say that, but they also didn't know what it looked like when it was up, so I wasn't sure, but And you were going to be out of town. Right. So I went ahead and left it up, and the next, you know, next time we came in, there was a little note that said, thank you, so they must have figured it out somehow. I, I actually can't figure out how they did it. Right. On Thursday, they yeah. still, I mean, we both weren't home Thursday morning when they right. did it. So they did. So it works. But the funny thing was that we're, I do follow several other liveaboards on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's kind of a fun community because they, on there, everybody's saying the ups and downs. Right. right? I mean, right. everybody's got the beautiful sunset pictures on the yeah. water. But then they also have, the, their issues. Uh, the issues. And it seems like not just us have poop boat issues. <laughs> <laughs> so they wrote this, I think, yesterday. Who was it? Um, aboard Salty Paws. I think they're in California. Okay. Uh, somewhere in the San Francisco area coast. Oh, okay. okay. Um, if you're not ready to deal with all the repercussions of a very full black water tank <laughs> due to a pump out boat malfunction and questionable indicator light oh wow maybe boat life isn't for you so totally get that because when josh was gone for those two days and the poop boat didn't show up on tuesday i called to the girls several times and told them where that light was and even said we need to be watching that light the minute that turns on i don't know does that give you five more flushes or is that like no more flushes (laughs) i think it means you're done like you've got to stop right so that's funny. So we watched the light until Thursday morning, and luckily it never it came never on. It never came on, yeah. Um, That's hilarious. And luckily we've been able to get a hold of a poop boat, but there are could be the time when we can't. Right. I mean, <laughs> weather well, our marina or... does have restrooms. I mean, it's inconvenient, but worst case, it's not oh, like... Oh, I know. You know you've oh, gotta... That's not ideal. No, no. But it, right. it, it's not like having to poop overboard. Right. right? Um, I like that you shared that. Because it got me to thinking about how, you know, kind of the cliche about Instagram is that people just post their best days, their best moments. And so it's all fake life, fake stuff. But in the world of boating, like boaters know 
If you're a boater <laughs> and all you're posting is like just all the great stuff and how easy everything is, like every one of us who's done this for a couple of weeks even knows you're lying. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> no, there are tough days. <laughs> you are not sharing the whole truth. And it's really refreshing to see the honesty from these other boaters. Yeah. And, you know, but I think we all feel the same way that all these little things that are a little harder or different than land life, mm-hmm. being on the water usually makes it totally worth it. I mean, there's totally always a moment that I look outside and it's, this is worth it. Yeah. Or when we finally can take off for a weekend <laughs> when life isn't as busy. Right. That's totally worth it. Yeah. No question. Yeah. No question at all. This is a this is a good life that we've that we've got ourselves into here. So if you like these stories, I guess, stay tuned cuz I'm <laughs> sure they'll keep coming. <laughs> Something else disastrous will happen and uh you'll hear about it. Yeah. So when we're finished recording today, We've got laundry, and uh, I'm working in the flybridge, so I oh, want... you mean like setting up your work computer to, to do your work in I the do... flybridge? Yes. Okay. Because you're getting me heat and lights, right? That's what we're working on today? Yeah. So yeah. I figure it's one more space that we need to be utilizing more to spread out in the boat. So a little bit of heat and some lights, and I have another room. Perfect. I think that's it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Love you. Love you. And I'm saying I love you to Kendra. By the way, whenever we say <laughs> I love you, it, it it suddenly crossed my mind that it sounds like we're saying I love you to you, the listeners, and then that Kendra is also no, saying that. I think they know that they're listening to us have a conversation. It's like they're just witnessing Maybe, but just for clarification. Maybe our Saturday morning conversation. <laughs> Maybe. How about this? Oh, you know what? No. What we normally do is, I love you, Kendra. No, That's, we don't. Are you sure? I've never said your name after oh. it. Well, I'm going to do that now. I love you, Kendra. I love you, Joshua. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.